And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Did anyone read in the news today the controversy around Poldark? Yes. So I don't watch it. I just never really got into it. Um, you just look at the pictures. You <laughs> just look at the pictures. <laughs> and imagine ice cream on his loins. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isn't everything better with ice cream? Isn't it though? <laughs> totally. And loins. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle? Season 11, Episode 13. The original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me of a man who says this year he'll be buying his Christmas tree elsewhere. As he says, the local guy last year asked him if he'd be putting it up himself. It's Mike, the McDonough. McDonough. What? <laughs> it's a way homer. Don't be, get it. Will you be putting As it up in yourself? in your bum, Mike. Are you putting it up your bum? <laughs> I'll explain it later, Mike. I'll draw a diagram. Also beside me of a lady who says every time she starts to feel happy, she remembers the shingles virus is already inside her. It's shown show, show, oh, Flaherty. And in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer, a man who says, Ladies, some of you need to ease up and yell makeup thing until this clown situation is sorted. It's Mark, <laughs> superhero, Leonard. This week we'll be discussing uh, movies in the shape of Tiger Raid and Jack Reacher Reach Harder, <coughs> and some TV in the form of Goliath. Of course, we'll have the usuals with the news and some previews, and come to a bicycle near you. I thought we were going with Jack Reacher to the Reach Around. Oh, the Reach Around. <laughs> I thought Reach Around. Oh, okay, the Reach Around. Reach Around Harder. How about that? So... Um, so Steve so I was I was uh, doing some homework with my uh, young fellow this, this evening uh, he's such a little sweetie yeah. according to the drawing on your wall you are the best dad hands down yeah <laughs> stick that up in the with a picture of hands studio. down yeah. uh, <laughs> so, you've uh, really made your cubicle personalised here yeah. at the studio <laughs> I like it <laughs> so, so uh, yeah so we're, we're going through some stuff and um he, uh, you know, just uh, he, he goes to an Irish school, so he's struggling. Does he really? He does, yeah, struggling Jeez. at the best times. And uh, so I said, yeah, so this one, uh, you do it like this. And he goes, no, 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 it's like this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. Love it. I, I had to go into the other room to cry laughing <laughs> before I could come in and ask him, where did he hear that? Yeah, I was going to say, says that? did you chastise yeah. him? No, that's no. very bold. No, well, the way, I, see, I, I don't want him to not tell me about this stuff. You know? Right, yeah. So I, I sort of, like, I didn't flip out like I, I or anywhere near. So I sort of came back into him. Where did you hear that? You know, and he was like, oh, such and such said, it, or someone said it in school. Or something. And I said, and what did they say? And I said, oh, they said, Oh, someone said, oh, I'm the best. And I said, no, I'm the best, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing football or something, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, you, you can't say that now. That's, that's kind of, it's, it's very I, I rude, thought you were going to compliment his appropriate word use. <laughs> if he was, uh, Seems over, like perfectly acceptable to me. If he was over 18, maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't encourage it when he's this age, you know? So. You know, he really got out of jail there. If he'd said that to his mum, he'd been a word of her. <laughs> <laughs> It's know your audience type of vocabulary. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, anyway, that, that was uh, surprising and funny at the same time, but sort of shock on my face. I'm sure you went, uh oh. So uh, just just a quick update from last week. Mm-hmm. I haven't been added to any Facebook groups where they will be voting on any Christmas parties and when they're supposed to happen. Uh, no. Have you decided just if you want you to know. go, Mark? If I'm around for it, I'm going. But it's extremely unlikely. I've just realized I have something on every weekend between now and January. And yet you were pushing so hard for an invite. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
be nice to be wanted, you know? Are you playing hard to get with your trainer so he can invite you and he can be like, Saws, I'm busy? Hard to get has never been my forte. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, do you know the way they say that there's lads, it'd be put up on a plate for them and they'd say no to it. I'd lick it off the floor. (laughs) (laughs) That that fella'd get up on the crack of dawn. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, how are you doing? Fantastic, Steve. Yeah. Not too bad. Be- better than last week, thanks, Steve. Oh, yeah, how's yeah. the neck coming on? Yeah, it's good. I can move around. How's the volume coming on? More to the point. Done the volume. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. I still have prescription painkillers and loads of them, so I'm saving them up for like a really bad day when I have a shit day at work mm. and a bottle of wine waiting for me at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, sa- you're, you're saving them for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Mark, it'll be your 40th birthday present. Come on. <laughs> In 19 years' time. <laughs> oh, I have yeah, to show you something better. sad. Not like super sad. Well, no, you might have seen in the residence thing. Did you see? Yeah. Well, he's lost. <laughs> yeah. He lost gorgeous little kitten. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Until it was found flattened by my house. Oh, oh yeah, was he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I found him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying yeah. to get well soon balloon to it. You know? <laughs> That's fucking evil, Steve. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, this woman posted. She's like, we're looking for this cat. And I have been walking the dogs and seen um, all these kids playing with the little kitten. And like we were going to pass them. And this boy comes over to me. And he's just like, be careful. She has a kitten. And I was like, okay, don't, don't you worry. So we walked on by. And we're like, oh, that's nice. And then I saw her post in the group saying, you know, we're looking for this kitten. And I said, oh, there were some kids playing with it. Yeah. She's like, okay, grand. And then the next night, like. Was the next morning we were leaving for work and Kahal just pulls over and he's like, oh God. And I was like, what? Mm. He's just like, look. And I was like, oh, why did you stop? I said, I don't want to see that before I go to work. The beautiful, cute little kitten. As I rode pancake. <laughs> so yeah, get well okay. soon, kitty. Yeah, you you want to see a picture of the dead cat? It's really cute. Oh, you got a picture of the dead cat as well. Well, not Oh, did you take a picture of when he was dead as well? Before, no, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Steve. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Though, Who do you think I am? Found him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's in our bin if you want him. <laughs> I think he was moved to the side of the road as a mark of respect. Or something. Uh, someone kicked him to the curb. <laughs> Literally. Oh, it's um, so funny. Um, so what have we been doing this week? What have we been watching? Oh my god, mostly a purple rage baby crying and snotting at me. Oh, lovely. Mm. Television-wise, what about you guys? What have you seen? I didn't get to a lot of TV. I watched it. Stop it, Mark. One at a time, time, folks. One at a time. Back the fuck up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't get to a lot of TV because I was actually reading a lot. Oh. And this is not a reading podcast. What, you think you're better than us? That's right. I'm like all intellectual and shit. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't his book club. (laughs) Um, And the the reason I bring it up is because it is related to TVs and movies. And that they're both forms of entertainment, one more primitive Mm. than the other. Oh, I see you brought your book with you, Mike. I brought a book with me. Oh, yeah. My reading material. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Bond. Are you serious? Ian Fleming. I got got a bunch of his novels and uh, I started off with Casino Royale. Because um, like many many people over the years, I grew up with James Bond as the uh, the one of the great heroes. Um, yeah. But I was always too lazy to read the Shagan books because like you know they make it too easy. There's twenty whatever movies. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's always another one to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you regret it now, Mike? I don't. I actually really enjoyed it. 
but I was struck by the difference in tone between the books and the movies. Ooh, what's the tone I, I difference? I'd say the books are darker, are they? The book, well, the movies are mostly sort of PG-12 sort of efforts. The book is definitely 18. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, there's, there's some really, really graphic and... Sexy extend, sex? No, extended oh. torture. Oh. oh, wow. Really nasty, hurty torture. You're just wincing reading it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and like, you know, the... There have been many torture scenes in the Bond movies, but they're always a little bit sort of, what's the word, Disney-ish. Yeah. You know, you know, Bond is never really going to get like permanently disfigured or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that wasn't the case in uh, in in the actual originals. Oh. Um, so I found it very interesting from that point of view, and uh, also a very very cracking good read, as it were. You know, oh, yeah. I, I zipped through it. And it's- eight hours or whatever cool. oh, wow. it's, it's quite interesting that you started reading a book this week because I actually started reading a book also what was your did book did you mark it's book? called the book of Jack mark. Reacher The oh. Killing Floor <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll talk about that maybe more later when we talk yeah. about the movie but there is one aspect of the book which I thought really reflects its time and I, I actually wow you have a page book you're marked yeah because I thought it would be appropriate to talk about it because wasn't no oh, okay yeah wasn't this week international be nice to women week or something or that oh, was feminist day yesterday wasn't it <gasps> yeah was it yeah. I missed it yeah, yeah. damn it I was on mm. Twitter are they Still taking there. are they taking my button away <laughs> so uh, in light of that can I, I just say that National Feminist Day will be the most boring parade ever <laughs> <laughs> so, all of these women sensibly dressed yeah <laughs> that's not what feminism is about. Yeah. So I thought I'd read you a little paragraph. Not washing dishes and the like. Yeah. This is. Uh, they don't have comfortable shoes, so there'll be yeah. no blisters anyway in the parade. Mm. So. This is Mr. Bond's reaction to uh, the news that Vesper Lind, uh, a female associate, would be joining him from London for his mission. Okay. This was just what he had been afraid of. These blithering women who thought they could do a man's work. Why the hell couldn't they stay at home and mind their pots and pans and stick to their frocks and gossip and leave men's work to the men? (laughs) And now for this to happen to him, just when the job had come off so beautifully, for Vesper to reach to fall for an old trick like that and get herself snatched and probably held to ransom like some bloody heroine in a strip cartoon. The silly bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, isn't isn't James Bond just so right on the money there? Um, yeah, just in relation to that, I watched something called Class this week. Please tell me it didn't involve feminism or something insulting <laughs> my core beliefs again. No. Okay. It, it involved, uh, it's, it's based on Coal Hill School, which has been a feature of Doctor Who okay. since mm-hmm. pretty much day one. Um, and now we get to see the day-to-day adventures of the students coping with intrusions from space and time. Ah. Yeah, that's way better. That's right. awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there is... Uh, this, the, the reason this reminded me of it is there's a, a scene where one girl is putting up uh, uh, posters for the upcoming prom, right? And another girl walks in through the door and they start talking about the prom and then this guy walks past and you're one, the one putting up the poster sort of watches and goes past and she goes, oh, like this. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'd like to ask him out and blah, blah. And she goes, mm. you know what? You've just made us fail the Bechtel test. You know, <laughs> 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 like this, and it just walked apart. I just thought it was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant, but that's, that's anyway, really good. this is a uh, this starts out really well, um, 
and uh, you have uh, a couple of you know they're in class and there's a couple of odd things that happen and you've mm. a couple of intrusions from space and time and so mm. on and and uh, then all's going well and it's uh, it's all interesting and sci-fi and kind of cool and then the doctor turns up and then it sort of goes downhill from there and it becomes very uh, amateur Buffy-ish. Not even as good as Buffy uh, in right. CG uh, oh, no. terms. And then, it, uh, you know, thank God it ended. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't recommend no. it. Yeah, um, but I'm sure those who love Doctor Who um, mm -hmm. would like this. Maybe Sean might mm. like this, actually. Um, he, might, he might even be watching it right now. Exactly. I finally got yeah. to see Haunted. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah. What would you think? Uh, your recommendation was right on. Yes. <laughs> um, occasionally, your opinions you are watch? warranted. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Uh, I've watched one episode, really, really enjoyed it. Can't wait to get through some more. What season? Uh, SO1, E1. <laughs> okay, cool. The beginning. The, the, the appropriate place to start. You can't <laughs> just jump in there. That's true. So you recommend it then? Yeah, although there's a pretty valid point to be made that surely when this is being filmed... The terrorists go, right now, they're busy. <laughs> <laughs> they're tracking civilians who are no threat to anyone except possibly themselves. Yeah. Now is our time. Did you see, um, did anyone read in the news today, the controversy around Poldark? The episode yes, that aired I last did. night. No. Yeah. Tell yeah. us. So I don't watch it. I just never really got into it. Um, you just look at the pictures. Don't you? <laughs> just look at the pictures. <laughs> and imagine ice cream on his loins. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isn't everything better with ice cream? Isn't it though? <laughs> totally. And loins. <laughs> well, I have some friends that are into it, and they were talking today, saying that they were really after last night's episode. They won't be they won't be watching anymore, and they're really oh. upset by it. So I kind of did a quick Google mm -hmm. about what it's all about, and apparently. Um, I remember from the setup of season one that the background is that Poldark is engaged to somebody. He goes away to fight a war mm -hmm. and yeah. he comes home and the woman he was betrothed to married uh -huh. his brother or his cousin or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember that from mm -hmm. the pilot that we reviewed. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there's been continuing tensions between them mm -hmm. throughout last season. And in last night's episode, it was apparently a rape slash rape fantasy. Mm -hmm. Was it just harsh sex? Mm -hmm. Cause that's what BBC are trying to like pass it off mm -hmm. as. Um, and then I've read some things kind of quoting the book where the scene happened mm. and it's definitely like, she's definitely saying no and he's definitely mm. forcing himself on her. But then later she's talking about being caressed and, mm -hmm. and it's a bit kind of murky, but, Between um, the two of them. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's kind of out of character, isn't it for him? I, f I don't watch the show. I don't know. Wow. But apparently the, the authors, uh, I can't remember if it was his son or daughter came on defending it saying that it was in the context of the book it made much more sense but when you if you've read the passage in the book yeah um but he said you need to take the whole so. of the book into account that was his I th point i think that i don't know i haven't read it or watched it so i can't say yeah but, i'd be in the same yeah. I've, I've read kind of what <laughs> how did that mic scared me it's been like positioned <laughs> there um yeah, I'm the same, mm -hmm. except, like, you know, I've read the excerpt in, you know, an article that would be, I suppose, taken out of context. But I think the argument could be made that for the purpose of the show and what it is, mm -hmm. I mean, they know what they're airing. They know, you know, consent is, I think, something mm -hmm. that in the last few years has become much more discussion mm -hmm. in the, in society. So is it sign of stuff. the times? Is that it? I guess, well, I see, I, I haven't read the original book, so I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. it's... It's murky at best in terms of whether right. or not it was consensual. And yeah. then... Um, 
just for a lot of women, you know, the kind of, I think a lot of Poldark's success has been around Aiden mm-hmm. Turner's kind of, you know, I guess that he's hot and women yeah, yeah, yeah. really enjoy watching mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that gets killed pretty quickly yeah. when you have that kind of scene. So a lot of the people I know who watch it are just like, no, it's gone. Yeah. Like, why would I watch the show? Because oh. the guy that I was interested in is now a monster to wow. me. But is, is, I mean, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. Is uh-huh. it generally a rough show? Like, there's lots of things that happen in Game of Thrones that are... Not really, no. Yeah, see, no, (laughs) no, it's true. I mean, there's there's things in Game of Thrones that I have to leave the room when they come on because it's... But but it's, like, that's just what Game of Thrones is. It's in context. Whereas whereas if this is like Little House on the Prairie and then this comes along... (laughs) (laughs) I I watched season one and I don't remember... Anything? Uh, I remember him kind of being like the, the village hero. Yeah, well, is how I remember. Paul yeah, Mike. he was always moralistic. Yeah, you know, and he was just apparently sick of dark and broody and all of the sexual tension between them. So he just grabs her, and she's like, "No, don't." <laughs> so I don't know. It's 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 not cut or dry, but lots of people talk about it's it. Worth it's worth the worth review, maybe. Wow. No, I'm out for that. <laughs> Someone no, else can fine. watch that episode. <laughs> one of one of us can watch it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw Travelers season one, episode one. What's mm-hmm. that? Um, from Is that a member of right? the subculture in Ireland? No. Uh, it's uh, hundreds of years from now. Surviving humans discovered how to send consciousness back through time into people of the twenty-first century. Nice. These that travelers awesome. assume the lives of others while attempting to save humanity from a terrible future. So. Uh, Quantum leap. That, that is awesome. from IMDb. So. It, and, and they're it, changing the timeline deliberately. Um, yes, it would seem so to oh. avoid a massive disaster that happens later, uh-huh. happens in the future. Yeah. So they're back on a mission. And Around so, season three or four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's quite interesting the way to do it because um, it opens with a scene with a girl in the library and she's obviously uh, IQ deficient, let's say. And uh, she uh, sees someone being attacked a girl that works with her leaves mm. to, for the evening and is attacked by these guys outside and she bangs on the window and distracts them and then she goes outside because she saw everyone dropped her bag and mm. the three lads turn up and then a countdown comes up on the screen going you know 30 seconds till death mm-hmm. 29 28 you know blah 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 yeah. and then I, th- I think one of them gives her a punch or smack or something she falls down and then uh, you can see 10 seconds out she, it looks like she's kind of having a heart attack or something mm-hmm. and then as soon as it goes to zero it starts going plus one, plus two, and her eyes open again, but completely different personality, nah. and so on. So they've timed it to where people have are dying, and right. they just immediately go into that body. Body snatches. Okay. Yeah. It's quite good. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. Because they do have some of their memories, but they don't have all of them. So they, mm-hmm. they're not quite, I don't know who I am, oh my God, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. But they, they seem to fit in nearly straight away. Mm-hmm. Have some of the memories, but like I say, but uh, they're missing a lot, so they still need to mm-hmm. explore. But they're still trying to keep. Uh, Hang on, they have memories of themselves in the future, or oh, memories yeah, yeah, yeah. of their no, old no, person no, that no, just they, died. They have some yeah. of the memories of the old person that just died. Okay. But it's uh, it's got some good twists in it, okay. even in episode one. Yeah, yeah it's strong. It's strong. Mm-hmm. I'll give it another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd give this episode thriller. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I like your sci-fi taste. It's a it's sort of a Top of the mid tier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? Do they have a dag? Does it have a dag? Doesn't. No. <laughs> Not that kind of time traveler. Um, uh, yeah. Do you, do you see anything else this week? I don't think no? so. No? Okay. 
Right, fine then. Yeah, um, you can stick to your fucking books. Right, fine. <laughs> okay, but can I just just add, Steve? Yeah, that because of our early recording this week, I still don't know the resolution to the cliffhanger in The Walking Dead. <gasps> oh, I, even I know it because of the internet. Oh no, I stayed off the internet all day to make sure I wouldn't be spoiled. So I started watching it, and they're actually the, the first episode of the season. Teases who it is. <laughs> I won't fucking tell us. <laughs> so it keeps kind of going. Maybe it's this guy, and then a couple minutes later it goes. Maybe it's this girl. <laughs> That's really annoying because, like, when you see them, it's reminding you. First of all, it's good for your first episode of the season because it reminds you who the cast is. <laughs> but every so often you see someone, you go, oh, "God, I hope it's that person." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, I'll, I'll eventually catch up on The Walking Dead and, and hopefully soon before it all runs out and I get it spoiled on me. Yeah, I, I got a text from someone today going, oh my God, Walking Dead, blah, 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 about the, the, the thing. Yeah. I just, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Who? You know, <laughs> yeah, no yeah, frame yeah. of reference. Sorry. Not they, a, a lot of people, like it, it's very popular, mm. like in kind of the geek culture. Mm. So given that we're all on a podcast about TV and film, we're kind of, you know, guilty by association. Yeah. So people presuming they were part of that. Um, um, whereas I am, you aren't. <laughs> okay, let's start with first of our movies. Um, Jack Reacher, Reach Around Harder 2. <laughs> Mark, do you want to tell us about this? Are oh, we not going to start with Tiggerland? Tigger Raid, sorry. No, you just heard him. We're starting with Jack Reacher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is the second installment in Jack Reacher. <laughs> It stars Tom Cruise as the titular hero again. And uh, in this uh, movie, I guess the setup is he has become friends with a captain in the army and he finally decides to meet her. It's almost like a blind date. Mm. And when he gets there, she's in jail mm. for treason. Cue Jack Reacher trying to save the day somehow. Mm. Trying to reach around harder. Yeah. yeah, it's not actually called that. <laughs> what? It's Jack Reacher. Never go back, is it? Well, never turn I her back. I can't, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember the subtitle. So, who saw this? Apart from me, I saw this. Tell us, Mike. Um, there's an awful lot of running in this, isn't there? Though, yeah. isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Like if you've if you've ever just stood back in wonder at the magnificence of Tom Cruise's running skills, <laughs> and this it really is the movie for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, for a man that is you know so often so competent, you know, in in teasing out all the angles and potential threats he has to face mm-hmm. in movie after movie, he kind of dropped the ball a little bit here, because. Hey. Yeah, I mean, he, he obviously knows who he is, and it's not possible from, for him to get from A to B via any mode of transport other than running. I love that. Sure, you wouldn't know yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so his partner, um, the, the, the major, whose the actor's name escapes me, um, she starts off in army fatigues, but obviously she can't stay that way because... Um, it kind of stands out in, in yeah. yeah yeah so he uh goes and gets her some clothes and among the items of clothing that he gets for her 
are a pair of high-heeled shoes, <laughs> which is completely fucking impractical for the amount of running. Well, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, but it, it depends what you're going for. Like, I presume he wanted her ass to look good. <laughs> Stretch out those calves. Yeah. Well, but, but it, but it, it just shows his magnam- magnanimosity because <laughs> realistically, Tom Cruise is going to be faster than her, particularly with the heels. So he's not going to be behind her when she's running. <laughs> that was for us, Mike. That was a gift to the viewer. Well, hang on, hang on. Let me take you up on that. Oh, hang on. Is, Had, Tom, is Tom not wearing heels? No, no. It's the girl who wears the heels. Oh, okay. For a change. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, just on the whole ass thing, he could have got her a better set of jeans. Those jeans did, really did nothing for her. Uh, yeah, wardrobe. Weren't, oh, weren't as figure-hugging as it could have been. Like, you are a serious fashion guru. <laughs> And like it's it's unsettling at this point because like after a strip date I started to wonder, but now I think you just go into films for fucking drag advice. Speaking of, have you seen the TLC's comparative of show Undressed? No, that's another dating show oh, where you get undressed. The, the naked one. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I meant to talk about it in yeah, the things yeah, I watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like it better than MTV's uh, strip date. But anyways, on we go. Is that simply because there's more visuals or? I just think it's a great idea that like you meet a stranger and then you have to take mm-hmm. their clothes off. It's not even like mm-hmm. here I am naked. It's just like yeah. let me take your clothes off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that. hang on. Is this the no, one where different. they start off naked and then they judge them on their no. going up the body? No, that's um, naked attraction. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No. This is no, a whole subgenre. <laughs> Elite Bikey's category. I'm, I'm going to have to catch up on that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll get back to you on it. Yeah. What's the name, Vichona? It's called. Uh, it's on TLC called Undressed. TLC undressed, it's right? A, it's a man on the, and a on the list for next week, I think. A couple get together. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's good, we'll put it on the list yeah. next week. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll discuss more naked dating television shows. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of titles, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back is what it's actually called. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mike. You were in the middle of being interrupted reviewing Saz. this, this yeah. show. Um, yeah, so there is the running. Um, there is also a a strong attempt to try and generate some emotional background for Jack Reacher because he is a, a kind of a, a sol- solitary figure. He's, he lives his life on his own and on his own terms. So it's a, quite a struggle to get him to care about anything. Um, so Maybe they, he cares too much, Mike. Maybe he cares <laughs> too much, Mark. So would it be too much of a spoiler to say that there is a youthful... Um, interest introduced into his life unexpectedly. It's a bit late now. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not too you. I, I can't. I can't remember what's in the trailer, Mike. But there is. There, there's a young girl that winds up um, in danger, and mm. Jack Reacher has to protect her, basically. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of introducing. Uh, shall we say a parental instinct I was going to say know? please tell me that this is like a parental <laughs> thing and not no he's not trying to touch uh, her okay. well, he's protecting her from danger not yeah. putting her in danger oh, so it's like the dad in the Japanese zombie <laughs> film no wait South Korea zombie film mm. yeah. yeah that guy yeah, yeah Jack, Jack Reacher is exactly mm. like Train to yeah. Busan <laughs> Train to Busan and, that's it and uh, actually I thought it was a very good job in casting because they, they had to make the girl look cute but not hot Yes, that's important. If there's going to be paternal love. Yeah, yeah, and also she couldn't, uh, she couldn't be competition towards the actual love interest in it. Right. Yeah. So well, I hope that her age would take care of that. No, they did that very cleverly mm-hmm. because the love interest is brunette, and the kid is blonde. Yeah, so we can tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, if you're not into brunettes, you can go. Well, she's getting older every day. 
just for the, just for for the record, yeah. I I didn't say that. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so tell us right, about the movie. Jump in a review if you don't hurry on, Mike. I need to ke- no, Mark. You go ahead, and I'll, then I'll come back and shit on anything you say. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, so I really, really liked the first Jack Reacher film. I thought the plotting of it was very clever. Um, it felt authentic in that Jack had knowledge about army methodology that he applied to allow him to figure out what was going on. And that was what that was the most interesting part of it. Because, like, I find films where they break down, you know, the aspects of fighting, whether it's, you know, hand-to-hand or, you know, war, and people are talking about it like it's their job. I find that really interesting. And that's what Jack Reacher did really well in the first one. There's no sign of that anywhere in this. This film is essentially a throwback to an 80s action movie. You could have swapped Tom Cruise out and put in a younger Arnold Schwarzenegger and the running wouldn't have looked as pretty, but the chest would have been bigger. Um, and it was just horse shite <laughs> from start to finish. I was so bitterly disappointed. Um, I'm so proud of you, Mark. For saying the chemistry, <laughs> the so on-screen chemistry between him and the brunette was decent. I thought they did a decent job there. Um they tried to be clever by not doing what you expect there, but they fucking had to because in the plot, everything was what you expected. Um, the chief antagonist was good. He was scary, like all good antagonists should be. I thought he, he was more interesting than most of the characters in, 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 in the rest of the movie. Teabag from Prison Break was in it briefly, completely underutilized. Um, that's kind of it. I was just so disappointed. It was just, I expected, because the last film, you were there trying to figure it out along with Jack Reacher. So you're intellectually engaged. And then he would run and he would do two or three really fucking cool things. But there was no cool things in this. Like, and in the trailer, if you remember, it starts off and he's in a diner and there's four or five yes. lads on the ground in bits and he's just hammered them. Why didn't they show us that? You know, and that was one of the really cool bits in the first film, you know, where Tom goes, and just remember, you asked for this. And then kicks, you know, there was the whole speech about, your man goes, it's five on one. He goes, no, it's three on one. He's going, why? He said, well, because these two of them are going to run away. I'm going to sort you out. You're the leader. Those two guys come at me. And once they're dealt with, those two guys are going to run away. And uh, then that's what happens. And then, oh, that's so cool. Oh, God. I want to beat him. There was none of that in this. None of it. So that's why I downloaded a Jack Reacher novel to see which is the real Jack Reacher. <laughs> which one of them is the real McCoy? Now, I haven't got an answer yet. I'm only a, a couple of hundred pages in. But uh, in two words, bitterly disappointed. Come here, Mark, question for you. You being all up to speed on superheroes and stuff. Is Jack Re- Reacher, has he got special powers or is he just a, a guy? Yeah, I was going to make that point, actually. No, he doesn't have special powers, but that's the problem, right? Yeah. Every fucking film that is action, the guy must appear as if he's a superhero. Like, yeah, he, yeah I know the bit you're thinking of, actually. I won't spoil it, because it's, no, it's, it's, it's just, just a scene. He seems to take horrendous injuries on a regular basis and be grand the next morning. You know, no matter what happens oh, to him, he's like fine. Bru- like Bruce Willis. Yeah. No, 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 no. Bruce Willis shows the signs of wear and tear. Yeah, until that he's was at what the ambulance afterwards. Yeah. When he's at the Sorry? ambulance afterwards, he's fine. He's just like, yeah, I know my feet yeah. are lacerated and I've yeah. been stabbed a couple of times. But yeah, let's let's just go home. Throw a coat over. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> I know you're being funny. Like, in Die Hard, that's what made Die Hard so good. It was an action movie at the time where action heroes were invulnerable. Yeah, yeah. But bullets just all missed and... 
he got hammered all through the film and mm. showed the wear of it. Mm. That's what made Die Hard great. Uh, Jack Reacher, as Mike said, is essentially a superhero, and it's it's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Mm. They just went in all the wrong directions from the first movie, mm. and it's just aiming squarely down the middle at people that like superhero movies and mm. fancy a bit of a fucking save a few girls along the way. Like it's mm. just so vanilla. Mm. Like uh, yeah. Tom can do so much more. There were a few nice ouchy hurty bits. Um, do you remember, like in the the last Born movie, um, there was one particularly ouchy bit. Are you talking like snappy McElbows and stuff? Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. You know the ones where you just kind of go, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. that hurt. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's stuck into walls. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Especially the unexpected ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I thought they did they did that aspect of it quite well. Mm. Um, I loved the bad guy. I thought he was brilliant. Um, and they did give him a bit of a, a bit of runway to to get up a get up a bit of speed, and you could actually get to know him a bit. Right, he wasn't just your generic bad guy. That yeah, Tom he was good. Up. Yeah, but like I said, he was better than most of the cast. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> it's more interesting anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Mark's kind of summed up the the general shitness of it. Um, it, it was a poor movie, but that said, you know, it's it's chewing gum for the yeah eyes. for yeah, the masses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's hard to hate it too much because there's, there's a bazillion of these movies coming out every year, and you know you can't shit on everything. No, I know, but it's just the first one was really good. Mm-hmm. I actually, when I got back home, I watched half of it again. Right. Just to cheer myself up, yeah. like there was a night, there was a night of crying and touching myself ahead of me, like. <laughs> so I tried, tried to sh- to cut that a little bit short yeah. by watching proper Jack Reacher. Um, yeah, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I, yeah. we've talked before about how Hollywood is afraid to be original a lot of the time because mm. they they want to make sure that they you know they hedge their bets mm. and whatever they make enough people will watch it that they don't lose money, mm-hmm. and that sometimes is at the cost of taking chances. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a, a fucking blinding example. Mm-hmm. Now, they're different directors. They change directors, as far as I know. Right. So that generally doesn't help if you're trying, if someone like me is going hoping to see mm-hmm. the uh, spirit of the first film recaptured. But uh, just yeah. so, so disappointing. Yeah. Did, did you enjoy the set piece feminism? <laughs> oh, so bad. I was actually thinking Shona would watch this and cringe because that's not how real feminists act. <laughs> Can you tell us what happened? Well, basically, he was saying that you know women can't do men's jobs, and she was all, "What? We can do anything a man can do." And she got really upfronted up about it, mm. and then rattled off a prepared speech. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like uh, you know on the on the the shampoo ads. You know, here's the science bit. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. It's just, in, insert our feminist bit. Yeah. <laughs> They've got a separate writing team to do that. Okay. Right? <laughs> it's just actually a voiceover, like her mouth is moving, yeah. but like not in sync with the yeah, words. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all in the film, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, no, women can do anything yeah. that men can do. <laughs> also, we support all LGBT <laughs> movements, as well as equality for humans, and... B 
being safe now let's go back yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> let's run somewhere yeah. z said yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way clearly that's like the worst written like feminist speech ever I know, so yeah. no one should ever hire me yeah they, they did it in the movie much better in fairness. <laughs> well, that's marginally why, that's why i'm only said. a small yeah. town professional writer yeah. <laughs> co- her smolders it's come back to me yeah kobe hmm? smolders from is uh how i met your mother yeah she is uh, Jack Reacher's partner. The love interest. Yeah. Right. Uh, she, I was um, actually fine with her shoddy feminist speech because she had spent so much time in her bra earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, Kobe smother? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, she, very much so, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay, do you want to mark it then? This should be interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I can go first. It's like I was very disappointed because I thought the last Jack Reacher was an excellent film. This is not, but as Mike said, it is basically a popcorn flick. You can go in, leave your brain at the door and be fine. So it's five. It's just very, very average. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Mark's hit the nail on the head. This is so unbelievably fucking average. It's not funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Mark is on the mark with his mark. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark, my words. There, Shona. Yeah. <laughs> words. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Five it is. Fives. Mm. Okay. Okay. So give it a skip, so? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I'll go watch mm. the, the original then. Yeah, did I haven't seen the original. Yeah, neither oh, the original is great. Is it, yeah? It's great. Okay. And it stands up. Like, it came out in 2012. Mm. I started watching it again, and it's 2016 now. Oh, my God. And it, the effects <laughs> looks this, look really good still. And Tom Cruise is only, like, four years older now. <laughs> Do you know when you go back and you watch him in, like, A Few Good Men, you're like, who is that child in Tom Cruise's yeah. body? <laughs> Did you guys see that bit of him on um, James Corden? Yes. Them reenacting all of his big films. No. It was oh, great. It was class. It's the two of them in front of like a green screen. And um, all of his big movies come up and they just kind of like take five seconds to do a big scene in it. Mm. And they have clearly, um, you know, all these props people just like out of camera shot throwing them like a <laughs> pair of sunglasses or a yeah. bomber jacket or like a dinner jacket or yeah. I don't know, a gun. Yeah. So they just kind of keep. Yeah, it's really good. Right, the funniest bit was when they did Edge of Tomorrow. That was so funny. <laughs> they just had like these um, like cylinders on the arm, mm. and James Corden is playing uh, Emily Blunt, yeah. and he's just like, "I don't know how to do this," and she goes, "Boom, boom, you're dead." And he's like, "Wait, I don't know how to do this." Boom, boom, you're dead. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. The, like, uh, the Matt know. Damon one is re- the Matt Damon one is really good as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's and some then, good then bits the Arnold, from James Corden. The Arnold Schwarzenegger one is really cringy. Because they do the true lies scene where Jamie Lee Curtis does the dance. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's James Corden playing Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I can't stand up, I have an erection. <laughs> I went, you went too far, man. <laughs> like you can get an erection after all those years of steroids. <laughs> um, okay, so our TV this week is Goliath. Uh, this stars Billy Bob Thornton, William Hurt, Molly Parker, Maria Bello. And it's about uh, Billy Bob plays a disgraced lawyer mm. slash is he alcoholic? Mm. He's alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was now an ambulance trailer. Get a tra- chaser trailer. Chaser uh, gets a case that could bring him redemption or at least revenge on the firm which expelled mm. him. Says IMDb. Yeah, he was a trial lawyer, a pretty good trial lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> he was a reacher, a pretty good reacher. Um, so, uh, who saw this? So. Y- You've been looking forward to this for quite a while, Steve. Why did you talk been, about it? I have been looking forward to this for quite How come? some time. Um, because I saw the trailer and I recognized, oh, this could be good. Um, because the it looked solid. 
it didn't look wait so you say you've been looking forward to seeing this because you saw a trailer and you were like that interests me yes now i would like to see more mm-hmm. and then you became interested in it mm-hmm. wow yeah i know Yes, I know. It's the beauty of trailers? My interview trailers. skills are just yeah, like yeah. through the roof. I've learned so much on this um, podcast. <laughs> my descriptives are right there with you. Um, yeah, no, this is great. Um, uh, Billy Bob, uh, he seems like down and out, sort of missing, you know, dates with his daughter when he has time for him, blah, blah. You know, he's separated and so on. And he, he just seems like he's hit rock bottom. Deadbeat dad. Yeah. And then somebody turns up and he's doing sort of shit cases and that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. this woman turns up and tries to talk him into a case that she has. There's a, a guy who's on a trawler, dies in mysterious circumstances, and uh, her, or his sister has approached this lawyer, and she has come to Billy Bob, mm-hmm. um, because she said, look, this is big. There's something fishy going on here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, I'm not interested. And she goes, uh, well, the firm that are defending it are such and such firm, mm-hmm. which used to be Billy Bob's, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's uh, his arch enemy, which is his previous partner, mm-hmm. runs that firm. Now, he's saying he's not doing it because of that, but it got his, you know, picked up his ears a bit. Mm-hmm. And then when he looked at the case, he went, oh, there's something going on here, and they're trying to sweep it under the carpet. Right. So that's where it starts. The writing in this is great. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just love it. Um, I have gone through four episodes now, and it's really strong. And so is it like a different case every week, or is it just kind no, of it's delving a, it's, into him getting into this case? It's the same case, and uh, there's some great hooks in it. The hook at the end is <laughs> episode two. <laughs> it's it's just one of those you just go no fucking way, you know that kind of way. <laughs> spoiler, yeah. spoiler, no, everybody. Yeah. Steve thinks it's thriller because he's already <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally, two. totally, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't mind saying it. I think I think my intro to it uh, sort of spelt it out there. Um, yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. You always keep us in suspense, Steve. We, we know, just can't yeah. read your emotions. I know. Look, I just couldn't hold you it in. You must be brilliant this. at poker. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was chuckling at there? Mike is obviously in the same camp as you because every word that come out of your mouth, Mike is just going, mm-hmm. <laughs> but trying to keep it cool <laughs> yeah and then Steve would say and the writing is brilliant and he'd go mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy my, Bob's my vocal tick coming to the fore <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob is brilliant um, like mm. I said uh, he's, he's, he's looking <laughs> he's, he's looking quite thin these days he is. is he? Yeah. yeah. Does he have like facial extremely. hair still? No, he kind of looks, yeah, a little bit, but he, he, he's scrubby. Mm. But right. he he's kind of looks like one of those, you know, the Pez. You know, he's got the big head, bobblehead, you know, yeah. one of those. Um, <laughs> Do you remember Matthew McConaughey in uh, Dallas Buyers Club? Yeah. 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 It's kind of getting yeah, yeah. that sort yeah, of yeah. Chris Christian Bale in The Machinist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Needs yeah. to eat a few more ice creams. Um, Except Billy, Billy Bob has um, shit tattoos along with it. Uh. William Hurt is in it. Um, he's fine. He, he doesn't have a massive role, but he's a significant role, if you know what I mean. Um, Molly Parker is such a brilliant bitch. She's brilliant. Uh, she, you remember from uh, House of Cards? The name is familiar, but I can't place uh, her face. When you see her, you just go, oh, yeah, Molly Parker. Yeah. And uh, Maria Bello um, uh, plays the lawyer that approaches Billy Bob Thornton, and she is the most irritating character in this but oh, really? brilliantly so and it gets to the point where Billy Bob sort of says shut the fuck up and it's such a brilliant scene he just goes look I'm sick of your shit stop questioning me look I've been doing this for fucking years you know shut the fuck up kind of thing she goes, oh okay you know, um, but it, it's just a great layout it kind of reminds me of um, Saul Goodman 
a little bit, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit, but uh, that's, uh, you know, just that that is at the bottom tier, let's say. Um, but that's sort of uh, the, the the biggest similarity, let's say. Um, Sorry, what's her name, Molly? I've Parker. forgotten already. Parker. Yeah. Who else saw this? I did. Tell us, Mike. He agrees with you. <laughs> I have to take issue with your uh, trailer assessment. You know Molly Parker, right? Sorry, now I know Molly Parker, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the brilliant, devious uh, whip. Yeah. Yeah. Who is conniving and good at her job and brilliant. Pretty okay. Too. She is. She's gorgeous. Wait, I've <laughs> <laughs> Now he's interested. Hold on. I saw it as well, Steve, if you want me to talk while you're Oh, you did? Good. Sorry, internet. I thought you said you didn't. Right. No, 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 no. No, no, I've seen Tell everything us. this week. I'm a really good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, what were you going to take issue with if you're finished your little internet oh, yeah. chat I was there? going to take, uh, int- uh, take issue with his assessment of the trailer. I thought this was an awful trailer. Oh. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like yawning. I was like, oh, God, not another hero on the edge who's seen too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's going to come back and discover his old flame. He needs his passion back. And I was <laughs> like, oh, dear Jesus, please don't make me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went and did it. But you changed your mind. You were wrong, Mike. When you took one look at Billy Bob Thornton walking hung over towards the camera wearing a wife beater and a few tattoos, you went, hold on a minute. Well, that man looks a lot like me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That is the power of Billy Bob. Yeah. I mean, the man can do no wrong. He's just... Mm. He just rescues shit series. What was the one we saw him in recently where he's a sergeant or a captain? In the army. Um, he was like the army commander they had to deal with. Commando. No, I'll think of it in a minute. I'll look it up. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. Go on, go on. Sorry, Mike. Um, so, yeah, it's it's the cast. I mean, it's a shit premise. I mean, it, it should never have been made, except for... Ah, Mike, come on. S- somehow they got the budget. I don't know, Mike. I, uh, look, I'll, I'll lay my no, cards on, on the table. No, go on, go on. You, you tell I, us. I really have very little interest in lawyery stuff. Okay. Ever since Tom Cruise did the best lawyer movie ever made. Ever. Ever. Made. Ever. Made. Mm-hmm. What about Bad Santa? <laughs> you love that. Well, that's Billy Bob. That's Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what okay. I'm saying. Billy Bob is a fucking genius. Ah, uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. That was it. He was in that. Yeah. Was that. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go on. Um, so, it is well written. It has a great cast. They do great things with a terrible... Basically, terrible story. I mean, oh, it's the small guys fighting the big guys. I wonder who's going to win. <laughs> okay. Mike, there's no new stories, Mike. It sounds like you started watching this with your arms folded <laughs> and Billy Bob Thornton made you unfold them. <laughs> he melted my heart. <laughs> well, he partially, because you'd already stored up all this vitriol you had to get out. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't just let it stand. I couldn't just enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. So look, I really like this. I think this is incredibly strong. Billy Bob establishes a multi-layered character within about two minutes of being on screen. There's no need for this, well, I used to be a great lawyer, you know, but, you know, nowadays yeah. I like to drink. There was none of this. Like, you just no, you got so much from his performance. There's no cliched lines in it. That's what I loved about it. Yeah, the writing's really good, but there was no cliché trope in it either because they had this really strong cast Mm. um, and it allowed for really complicated relationships to play out 
excellently. I love his relationship with his ex-wife. That's brilliant. Um, she's somebody that you were talking about there, but she, she's really good. Um, like that scene where they come in, they have an argument, and she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. That communicated a multitude. And uh, the, the, the bitchy lawyer, love her. Yeah, Molly she's Parker. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Molly Parker, yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, um, Again, another great fucking character. Yeah, she's great. But uh, it's a good comparison that you make with Better Call Saul, Steve, because they, they do have a lot in common. Mm. But the thing you get from Billy Bob, which is, I, it seems to me difficult to do when I think about it, is he's doing a shit job at the minute. But you get, you get it from his performance that he has the stuff yeah. that made him great. Mm. You know, it's in there. And you can tell. And I think that's brilliant. And the writing, as you pointed out, is obviously part of that. So, um, great show. Really good show. Mm. I think I might have to look this up. Yeah, I think you should. I would highly recommend this. This is my uh, top of my list. Okay. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Top of your list. Top of top my top list of at the list? moment. Top. Jesus, at that's high praise indeed. We'll be yeah. seeing this at the bikies then. This is my priority. At the moment. <laughs> Everything else is like secondary. <laughs> Wait, has something finished? Have you finished something that you like better? Like, wh- what's that thing with Kevin Spacey that you're always on about? The House, House of Cards. No, I'm not finished that yet, actually. Are you Are not? You? So you, no, I still you have a season to go. put this aside? Yeah, yeah. If you still have a season to go, you yeah. have to push on. It gets better than I what st- you just went through. I still have... Uh, no, what else have I stopped watching? Well, Elementary, there's two episodes. I haven't watched that and I pushed this apart. Um, I was... I have a Grand Prix to get to that mm. I didn't that I pushed out because I wanted to watch another episode of this. You oh know, my so goodness. It's, it's up there. You know, <laughs> this is game changing for you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is one that I need to get through like this week. You know, wow. yeah. So uh, just in case I get any spoilers, it's it's just mm-hmm. it's oh, too, wow. it's great. Great. So is, is this going to be, Dad, Dad, I'm so hungry. Yeah. Make it yourself, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, yeah. So, um, yeah, obviously, trailer from me. What? Um, and me, and me. Full of surprises. All right. Mm, yeah. And, so. mm, mm, Mike. Mm-hmm, 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 I'm re- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want Steve to say it's it's a thriller it's and then you Mike can agree? Well. <laughs> Mike has problems with it, but it's still a thriller. Every fiber in my body wants to give it a filler because it should be shit. Are you going to watch more? No. Oh, you're not. No. Well, then you should give it filler, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's filler, but it is a good show. Mm-hmm. Just not for you. Yeah, despite. My my reservations. It is a good show. So Would you I'll, go as far as to say it's an excellent show, though? It's an excellent filler, Mike. I, <laughs> Mike, I really think you should watch episode two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That. I'll tell you it's why be later. Hooktastic. Yeah, I'll tell you why later. Uh, yeah. Is there a shower scene? No, that's episode six. I believe. <laughs> there was an interesting sex scene in episode one, actually. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. I quite liked it. That sex scene is cool. Uh, oh yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, great performances on so both sides. <laughs> I, think, I think. I think what you need to do, she Mike, is you need sing. to stake your friendship with Steve on, on watching the next two. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Work for me. Me and Steve yeah, have yeah. never been closer yeah, after, after the uh, bet at all yeah, yeah. on Westworld. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can we do. could even get to this, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Steve just made a no, gesture I didn't. that I could no, not I didn't. possibly repeat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So thriller uh, all around. So who's the Mike? plug and who's the socket? Uh, <laughs> thanks for clarifying, Mike. So it's one filler and two thrillers. One filler and two thrillers. Okay. So next up, we have second of our movies, which is Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Race. I was just thinking it's funny that Mark's the one for once trying to pull this show out of the gutter. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> like, what a turn yeah. of events. Tiger tell Raid. Us about, tell us about Tiger Raid, Steve. Brian Gleeson and Damien Maloney. They star as Joe and Paddy. Two one guns. day, Winnie the Pooh went yeah, down yeah, into yeah. the forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two guns for hire who are carrying out a hush-hush kidnapping mission slash Tiger Raid. Their boss, Dave. Tiger Raid. Dave. Uh, arranges for ransoms once his uh, soldiers' teams have secured their hostage. Their operation is to kidnap the daughter of a very powerful and very rich enemy. Uh, what's his name again? Shada. That was it. Uh, Joe is a nutball who serves his boss with a question, and Paddy is obsessed with moving up through the ranks. Both are very unstable and dangerous. How about that for a by-the-numbers description? Where'd you get that from? It's pretty good. Uh, it was uh, something I wrote down earlier, which mm. sounds a bit shit. Copied from this. IMDb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, in this, in, actually, in this, that's why it sounds so shit. It's because it wasn't. Yeah, so. See, I, I didn't get time to summarize it. I was rushed this evening. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's some, some anyway. background we need to add to this. So mm-hmm. this, this went on the list very, very late. It did, yeah. And as you all know, my real hobby is gaming. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was a 40-minute TV show which it had replaced. And then I learned Tigger Raid is a movie. Mm. So the first thing I realized was, well, I'm going to fucking mispronounce the name of this because there's no way Steve is going to call Jack Reacher what it's actually fucking called. <laughs> so so I had an hour and a half last night where I could have played about nine team death matches, maybe more, if I beat the other team quicker. Sorry, sorry Mark, it was an hour and 20 minutes, I think you'll find. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Yeah. Did you not watch all the credits? <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting for the after the credit scene. Yeah? But then I said, no, do you know what? I better watch this because I'm dedicated to the, my podcast Fair and play. My, my team. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a play, basically. It is. That they filmed. Yeah. Funnily enough, it is. It was a play written by Mick Donnellan. Yeah. It's it funny comes that's, across. It's really obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought the same yeah. thing. Like mm-hmm. the dialogue was just so play like such a play yeah I, I would love to watch this on stage yeah it was love called, to watch this uh, on stage radio luxembourg i think was the original title um actually just mcdonald is a brother of a guy that my wife uh works with <laughs> i was wondering how you're going to finish that sentence yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shauna i think you should tell us about this um my review or tell you about the film no I your review because like you, you didn't what see did the other stuff so yeah what did you think? yeah so of all of everything on the list this week, because I've had screaming, angry, sick baby, I've, I've had time to watch one thing and I thought, okay, I'm going to have to take an executive decision. It's going to be Tiger Raid. Tiger Raid. I thought, support the Irish troops. Um, so I, I have a mixed review on this. Mm-hmm. So I'll kind of just delve in. The first 45 minutes um, was heavily, heavily dialogue based. You know, we have Joe and Patty in like a army vehicle in a desert driving somewhere and they're kind of getting to know each other you know they're obviously a new uh team working together um and the conversation is really like two lads in a pub you know like the irish crack kind of thing talking about anything and everything and yeah and it's actually just uh, just to mm-hmm. uh, no cut across you but to uh interrupt like, you. debate with you no do, interrupt did you, think, you did you think that like uh, those lines were like um 
like nearly every line or every start of a conversation there's something dangerous there was definitely a dangerous undertone like some of the stuff they're talking about i think yes now that you bring that up i remember actually having that exact thought that their tone is so jovial but the things they're talking about are know, really fucking sketchy. There's an undercurrent. Yeah, there's yeah, an undercurrent where yeah. you just think, I don't think I trust either of these guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you hear a bit more about their past and you're just like, okay, they're being very lighthearted about, you know, mm. how they ended up on Dave's team, mm. which seems to be, you know, like rescuing heathens from jails. And, mm. you know, that's mm. how they ended up where they are. So it did kind of strike me that it seems like it's such a lighthearted, fluffy conversation that goes on for 45 minutes. But what's actually happening is that they're developing these characters and we're getting to see a bit about two guys who don't talk very frankly. They have that kind of Irish thing about like taking the piss out of everything. So it can be hard to get to know people sometimes. So instead the director has used the way that they talk about stuff to kind of show us who they are, which I thought was really interesting, especially I think in terms of how you can develop Irish characters, knowing that that can be sometimes a hard thing to get to know Irish people because they'd rather make a joke out of something than show you anything about themselves. Right. And so the director kind of wanted to stay true, I think, to what people are like here, but then also needed us to get to know who these two guys are. So I think that was done really well. But that's only kind of from an analytical perspective, I think it was done well. As a viewer, I got kind of bored because it's like 45 minutes, they're talking in a truck and it's just like, someone kill somebody, like just do something. So um, I think it started pretty slow. That being said, they had obviously built enough tension that by the time it got to stuff happening, you find yourself reflecting on different parts of their conversation. You're just like, oh, maybe what they said here, this is going to yeah. come into effect or maybe yeah. that means this. And yeah. all of a sudden the discussion that sounded like it was pub banter. Yeah is making you kind of guess their motives and guess their actions. It's like, and oh, we're revisiting that, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that 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 was yeah. quite interesting. Um, some of the plot development, maybe because they're talking so much shite, some of the plot development didn't work for me. Like, I didn't know what was happening. There's, I think the first kind of um, altercation of sorts, or the first time that there is... Um, a type of action sequence where there is tension based on things other than words. Yeah. And um, I, I don't understand what was happening. All right. <laughs> I still don't really understood what ha- understand what happened there. Um, so I think there was something happening, a disconnect between what I was supposed to be learning about these guys mm-hmm. and what was happening on screen. Um, and then that continued through the film where they get to this place and they start doing the raid and I was really impressed by the twists and turns that the storyline took because it's so rare that that happens. Like, Mark, you were just saying Hollywood's so afraid to be original. Um, you know, that half the time you're watching stuff and you're guessing what's going to happen next. And, it, you know, it's it's almost like you can judge an audience's how much they like a film by how much it met their expectations because those expectations are so easy to meet. And this film kind of kept changing what the storyline was, which I really liked, you know. Um so the more things go on in, during this rage, you're like, oh, wow. And then later on, you're just like, oh, no, shit. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I found that really interesting. Um, but the dialogue just kind of went on forever and ever. And I just felt like these guys just kept talking. And you could you could have gone to get a popcorn and come back and they'd still be talking about the same thing 15 minutes later. Nothing would have progressed. Then they'd be like a false climax of kind of like what oh and then they go back to talking and then it's like what 
oh, and then they kind of back away from it again. And um, it was just really, really slow to progress. And that dialogue really halted things where in the beginning it was kind of slow to get things moving towards the end where it should have been building a pace. I found it was kind of pulling it back. And I know that it seems like they were trying to build tension through that, through those words, but it just got really kind of tedious for me. And by the end, I just wanted everybody to die so that some more things happened. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that there were some things I respected and enjoyed about the film. Um, I did keep finding myself thinking it was it was like a play and there was so much dialogue that mm. kind of got in the way of the film. So yeah. in, in the end, I found it quite frustrating. Um, not to spoil anything, but were you happy with the ending? They did a weird thing of like it ending and then like a fade to black and then another scene. You know, like you remember how The Hobbit had like five endings? Yeah. I feel like this had more than one ending. Mm. Um, it wasn't like a choose-your-own-adventure type of ending. Like yeah. They were all part of the same story. But yeah. um, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Predictable. I didn't know if I think it was predictable myself, but... I thought it was quite fast. <sighs> yeah, what? Given how slow everything else was. Well, <laughs> yeah. We did, like, we did an hour and 20 minutes of build-up nearly, you know. Not including the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Mark? I knew how it was going to end. I knew it was going to happen from as soon as the characters kind of got to the final act, I would say. Um, I was a doorman for 10 years, and the kind of conversation they were having in the Jeep is exactly what testosterone-filled males who are jockeying for position do. It's more or less, I'm tougher than you are, here's a story. Yeah, and then the other guy goes, "No, I'm fucking tougher than you." Here's another story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they're both desperate to not show any weakness to the other and present as much strength as they could. Um, and so it it felt really authentic to me. But after about ten miles down the road, I went, "Oh, this is a fucking play." You know, like a real film would have a team. Or they'd go into this combat situation now and it'd liven things up a bit. And then they come back to this excellent dialogue. But this is a fucking play. So they're going to stay in the Jeep like phone booth or something like that. <laughs> um, so that's actually what it reminded me of. And there was another one that had your man, the Cray brother in it, where he was driving in the car. You know, he was doing the concrete. Yeah. It was very like that. Like That's what I was thinking of the whole time. What was that film called? Somebody look it up. But uh, the two of them driving along was just like that or something like phone booth. Um where there was, you know, there was no escape from the confines of this, this truck. They were just going to talk. They were going to talk their way through it. And I was just thinking of, um, of those kind of films. And the, in my head, then, was going through uh, all the things that went on in that Colin Farrell phone booth film, because that's a really good film. But there was a wider context to that movie that it made it feel like things were happening at pace, despite the fact that he hadn't moved an inch for the whole film. They didn't have that here. Um, like they they tried to create that by talking about you know people coming and things like that, but you know it didn't really work, um, and it was just really obvious that it was a play. So I I tried I tried to look at it like it was on stage, and I think this would be something excellent with actors as good as these guys are to see on stage. Uh, I liked how Irish they were also. Because they talk just like people we know from around here. There was no brogue. I presume it's because they are fucking Irish. Like, 
but uh, there was no fake Hollywood Irishness. It's just authentic. This is how Irish people talk. Yes, you know. Ah, uh, yes, and what a what a beautiful thing it was compared to the siege of Jatoville last week. Ah, no, Steve. The war's over, Steve. The war's over. Yeah, yeah. No, but the Siege of Jadaville is approximately 400 times better than this movie. Like, but, but this is approximately authentic, the authentic accent is what I, I mean, we're talking about here. Jamie Dornan's Irish. So in this film... Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> if we can move on from that fucking conversation last week. Look, at, I think Sean has said a lot of what I'd like to say. There are great things yeah. about it it's better on stage than in front of the camera i don't think it translates very well i found the end predictable um i think the the ending was kind of foreshadowed from about half an hour to go not including the credits um, <laughs> i found it tough to stick with it to the end it's only because i'm an excellent podcaster that i did that's about the height of it if it ever does do another stage run i would be happy to go and see it though so, like, if we were reviewing the play, I'd probably be telling a very different story. Yeah. But as it's a film, and you compare it to the films that we review, I don't think it holds up very well. Mm-hmm. That's my line, Shona. I really enjoyed this, <laughs> except I did have some problems with it, and you touched on it, and you've touched on it, and that is, there are times where I'm sort of going, okay, Jesus, shut the fuck up, lads. Yeah, you know, yeah. And move on. Cause Major there, point. Yeah, like, when they, when they got to the house, let's say, when they're out, like I, I enjoyed the the banter in in the truck now, right. because I found that lively and I found it interesting and I found it funny, and they've a couple of stop offs along the way, which are, you know sort of broke it up for me. But when they got to one one stop off, mm-hmm. well, there's a couple. Just one, I think there's a couple. So one and then a destination. No, there was two. <laughs> and you must oh, have gone out for piss stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so when I think you own them, yeah, when an, they're in an the apology mark. No, he doesn't. Oh, so <laughs> when they're in the house, uh, when they're in the house, there's one particular scene that went on for a long time, and that's uh, I think that is that what you're talking about. Uh, it happened the all the time. Oh, you think it happened? Film. Yeah, well, the whole movie, this, Steve. The whole movie. Is, yeah, the, the whole <laughs> movie. Well, the, this one in particular. Is the I was going to say like all the conversations in the house, me. and I'm like, no, but also in the jeep, and also <laughs> most of them went no, on too long. No, yeah, the, the one in in, in the the truck didn't bother me at all now I have to say because uh, most of it was character building and I thought it was like I knew that they're both horrible people by the time they got to the house but I knew that they both had a lot of tough backgrounds let's say Mm -hmm. um, and they're both a bit mental and dangerous and then uh, like you're saying Mark it was a lot of one-upmanship conversation um, but then it there was a few of them that I, I just felt it went on like it felt like 15 minutes I know it wasn't 15 minutes but it just felt like 15 minutes when they're in the house talking about one p- particular thing and uh, I just wish it could have been a bit shorter it's a, it, the movie the length was perfect you know yeah I'm glad they didn't make it into one of those like you know two and a half hour films yeah, it there, it's this needed. film didn't need to be no, that it was nice and concise and got to the point in a, but, but I agree with both of you it would be a fantastic play as a movie it's good yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think I'll give it a six. A six? Yeah. Right, Shona. Filmed in Jordan, I wanna, actually. I think I I'd give it a five. I Shona's mark. Because, and this, uh, that's, uh, I think as a judge would say, that's a five without prejudice. I'm not saying it's a bad film. I think uh, there were a lot of good qualities about it, but in terms of it being judged as a film and its watchability, um, 
think it dragged a bit too much. So I'd say it's average. I mean, like if if it's if you're stuck on an airplane and you've got time to kill and the movie's on for free, you know, watch a bit and see if it's your bag. You might like it. I think it was fine. I think that's a good recommendation, Sean, actually, because in 10 minutes, you get the feel for how the whole 120 minutes plus 10 minutes of credits is going to go. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying to take my state of mind when I was watching this because my state of mind was impatience. You know, because I had this <laughs> film <a> trust. <laughs> no, no, like, because, see, what I do with the list, right? What I do with the list is once I know what I have to watch, I figure out when I'm going to watch it. I plan it. And then I plan what I'm doing around that. And then I watch them. But this, the plan was kind of thrust upon me. I had to watch it last night. And that affects it. Like, because you're sitting there going, I would sooner be doing something else than this. Mm. And that's not a good environment for enjoying anything. So you started so with even, your arms folded, as you say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So even while watching it, I was trying to go, will you just get out of your own fucking head and just watch the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I, I genuinely don't think it's a great movie. I, th- I think it drags too much. Not enough happens in it for what, what I'm used to anyway, the kind of stuff that I like. <sighs> like, I do think the two guys in it are brilliant. Oh, like, yeah. they're just, they, they come across they commit. So, oh, yeah. so clearly as dangerous bastards. I would have so much crack with them on a the night out. The eyes like. convey a lot. Like oh, when it, when they, it just shows notice, them smoking. Did you know? notice the black? Both have black around their eyes. Yes. So highlights that. So it gives did that I notice that? Sort of it it was really, really distracting. And then did you notice that one of them doesn't have it? Yes. After. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because of what happened in yeah, the yeah, scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you did notice. Okay, correct. Yeah. yeah. I found. I, I found. That. I found that makeup oh, yeah. really, really distracting. Mm. Like they were trying to make it Mad Max. It was just really weird for me. Anyways, they're mercs. You can do what they like. Yeah, so I'm 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 actually thinking I've I've given five to Jack Reacher too. Jack Reacher never go back, um, <laughs> and it's it's nearly impossible to contrast these two films. Like, but the ninety minutes of Jack Reacher passed a lot faster than the whatever it is eighty minutes of this film. Fuck, I don't know. Like, I give it a five, I think, um, and that's on the strength of the two guys that are in it. But like Shona said, you really need to be into watching a play as a film. To like this, I think. Do you remember, was it Dogtown? Nicole Kidman did. It was another film made from um, a scene play. And it was a movie where I think, if I can remember correctly, and I'm trying to remember, anyways, if there is no scene, if they kind of just acted out in the film like it's on a play, there was no set, and you kind of imagine doors. Um, but it was really powerful. So, I mean, just as an example of a, of a play that can be quite... yeah powerful to watch even as a film but anyways i agree with you mark yeah this one's a bit more difficult brian gleason is spit of his dad with a beard mm. doesn't he yeah yeah he is yeah like like donald doesn't really look like those his dad, gleasons you know? just, i tell you that's you know? a talented family but brian oh my goodness there's several times during it i was just like jesus like a young brendan you know yeah. for sure um yeah okay cool and uh, next up we've got some previews come to a bicycle near you So the first one we looked at is uh, Logan. Mark, I think you better introduce this one. Uh, Logan is the last Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. So we see an aged Wolverine um, basically trying to battle through the dystopian future where mutants are virtually no more. 
and Professor X is even older than he is in real life. Oh, so this isn't a flashback. I thought this was like the origin, origin story. Yeah, an origin. No, origin. it's not an origin. It's in the fu- it's in Wolverine's future. Oh, okay. Okay. You'll notice in the trailer that he's bleeding a lot and cut and yes. not healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because even old man Logan's powers start to run out eventually. Oh, wow. Oh, I see. Hmm. It's like Logan's a couple hundred years old. like. Right, yeah. Um, because his healing factor obviously does its bit on aging as well. But eventually everyone's clock starts to run down and that's what's happening in this film. He's not invulnerable in this. I'm actually interested to see this one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, there's, there's a different weight to it because when yeah. you see him, like at one stage, there's a clip in the trailer where he jumps off something really high and I was like, you idiot! You're not <laughs> yeah, going to yeah, heal yeah, seconds yeah. after you land. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, there's a good scene in it where... Hugh Jackman just kind of grits his teeth and runs into battle, and it's fairly obvious that it, like there's he, he he acted that particular scene that facial expression really well where he goes fuck, <laughs> this is going to really fucking hurt, <laughs> and then he just runs in anyway. It's like the determination that Hugh conveys there is really good. Hmm. So um, no, it's great. Hmm. It's it looks like a great trailer. I hope it's going to be a great movie. What do you think, Shona? I wasn't taken by this at all the wolverine films just never really interested me and i like i like hugh jackman a lot you know he's said to be like the nicest guy in hollywood and i want to support him as a human um and i follow him on twitter he's yeah no insta Insta, he's even better he's better on instagram he's he's great um with the social media and i like i like him in x-men i've never i don't think i've watched any of the wolverine films because they just haven't interested me at all and i think a film called logan sounds really boring and the trailer looks kind of boring but you've kind of sold it to me mark so i might give the trailer another look and consider watching the film hmm. yeah i mean my main problem with superhero movies is the invulnerable invulnerable yeah in- yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah. <laughs> invulnerability mike they can't get hurt yeah or they fight another uh, superhero and pump the heads off each other for 45 minutes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. without anyone getting hurt i know that one but now there's there's something riding on it like he's yeah. he's not necessarily going to make it out the far end of this movie mm. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Cool. So it's probably it's probably worth saying. And I haven't. I don't know what this film is about. I know as much as everybody who's seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of shades of the comic arc Death of Wolverine in this. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. So maybe maybe he doesn't make it out. Mm. Oh, that'd be. There cruel. is a. Uh, I noticed on the sidebar be. in YouTube uh, to this trailer. There is an Easter eggs and hints video accompanying that that they go back and examine the trailer if you have more interest in it Mark no I, I think that'd be spoilery maybe maybe it might point me too too okay. closely to no. the mark you know um, next one we looked at was uh, Frank and Lola um, this is a psychosexual noir love story set in Las Vegas and Paris about love, obsession, sex, betrayal, revenge, and ultimately the search for redemption, says IMDb. This stars Imogen Poots, uh, Rosanna Arquette, uh, Michael Shannon, and Justin Long. Rosanna Arquette's looking well. <laughs> um, this, uh, this looks interesting. So is he like a chef in France, and then he has a woman who he's seeing, she might be a prostitute, she might sleep with other people, I'm not sure... Then there might be anger or violence. Mm. I, it's really not clear what, I'm what, not sure what the film is what about. I'm not sure what exactly is going on. Except the film that is moody. That's right. The trailer is moody, yeah. but it is not very revealing. Apart from it being a bit sort of, oh, that looks, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's sort of like, yeah, I'll watch this. Yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah. 
Um, I might watch this. It depends. I'm not really clear on how violent it gets, and that's usually my line. So well, Michael Shannon is no stranger to violent. It doesn't look yeah. like a violent movie, though. It looks like more like betrayal, mm. kind yeah, of. This right. You did this fucking. Oh yeah. Well, okay. There, yeah, when they say psychosexual it. noir, it makes me think mm, this could get non- in your head. Non-consensual. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. What do you think? Mm. On the surface, I thought artsy fartsy bullshit movie. But it's Michael Shannon. But then, yeah, it's Michael Shannon. Why does that? Why do they Imogen keep putting Poops? good actors in shit movies? It's like. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Mark. This looks like bollocks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm out. No, you're so poetic. Don't want to have anything to fucking do with it. See, I put this on because it's been a long time since we had one that's not shooty. Yeah, no, I appreciate you know? the. Uh, I'm straight up with yeah. This looks bollocks. <laughs> Shit. Can we stick with the shooty, shooty, bang, bang, and the ouchy, ouchy hurts? Uh, oh, you just reminded me, actually. I saw an up- update on contact on Facebook during the week. Yeah. And uh, this lady was asking for um, her husband to fork out for herself and one of her female friends to go to a Phil Collins concert. What? (laughs) And she texted him this, and then his reply back to the text was, bollocks, Phil Collins is a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Straight to the point. (laughs) Um, Last one we looked at was uh, Army of One. Uh, this tells the true story of some mad dude who went to uh, Afghanistan to kill um, Osama bin Laden. Um, he was a, an American civilian. And, yeah, I remember this being covered in the news. There's like there's some dude running around the place trying to get Osama, and they're like, what? <laughs> He's like, what, was he in his 50s or 60s? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely no preparation. <laughs> he just decides to turn up and, yeah, I can go and find him. Yeah. But anyway, this stars... Um, Nicholas Cage, uh, Wendy, what's her name? I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Wendy. But well, if you're looking for McLean someone to Coley play a crazy guy, Nicholas Cage is your man. Like. And Russell Brand. You know what? Uh, this looks this looks fun. This looks funny. Um, and it's uh, awful capery, man. It does look very capery, mm. but I think uh, this could be uh, a, a, a step onto the bottom rung of the ladder again for Nicholas. <laughs> you know, you know, um, because it looks so silly. Um, I think the word you're looking well. for, Steve, is that this looks ridiculous. Yes. And, no, like dumb. Yes. But no, but like terrible. No, but it's based. You're on a terrible story. person for wanting to see this. <laughs> no, it looks, I think it's. I think it's, it's so funny. bad. Keep going. No, yeah. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Kick his ass. <laughs> Get your hands off her. <laughs> Mark. Ah, uh, God, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Like most of the actors in this are comedy actors. Yeah. Like when you see when I saw Army of One, I went, "Finally, Steve has come through for me." <laughs> <laughs> this looks like a movie title he couldn't even mispronounce. <laughs> Not like that Tiggerland you keep or Tigger Raid. Uh, no, I, d- I don't think it's going to be great. You know, I've lost a lot of faith in Nicolas Cage in recent years. Yeah, that movie he did with Tobey Maguire, where they were kind of like crooked cops, was so bad. Yeah, I think. Uh was that him? No, yeah, there were, there was issues. There's reasons why he was taking on any. Oh, yeah, he he, Tax. Uh, he, he lost a lot. Uh, he had invested quite heavily in property. Oh, yeah, and uh, after the bubble burst, 
Yeah, I think there's uh, a tax. You can't lose on bricks and mortar. Allegedly, there's a bit of a tax <laughs> issue as well. And you had to sell some to pay off that and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, All so, right. So that's why you did a slew, apparently, of uh, shite films. Shitty movies. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Which is unfortunate because he, he, he was great. He used to be. You think back to The Rock. I think he'll face be back. Off. I think he'll be back. He's going to follow down the road of Robert De Niro. The two oh, of them gosh. pretty much hitching a ride on the same bus. <laughs> yeah. oh, but De Niro to... was just greed, wasn't it? He started his own production company and then realized that every film he produced made him way more than when he was just acting in them. So he started churning shit out. <laughs> Rocky and fucking Bullwinkle. <laughs> Did you see his... Uh... He used to be a fucking actor, man. Did you see his rant on Trump? No. Oh, it's great. Look it up on YouTube. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, Robert Redford or Nick Cage? No, uh, Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he does a like a two-minute rant going, "This guy is an idiot. You cannot do blah blah." But he doesn't say who to vote for. Right. But obviously, it's Gary Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Because anyway. they'd be just nuts to vote for your one. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about WikiLeaks, Mike. WikiLeaks. Are we allowed to talk about it? Yeah, of course we are. It's in the public domain. Aren't the Russians leaked? <laughs> <laughs> aren't the Russians, the Russians uh, after us? <laughs> Actually, you need to tell Mark about this because this is brilliant. There's going to be... Oh, I can't wait for the movie. Mm. I just can't wait. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been all kinds of WikiLeaks stuff. There's the stuff about... This uh, week uh, is the emails. Oh, the yeah. So there was her donation... Or one of her buddies Hillary's. donating uh, 475 grand or something to yeah. the wife of the FBI agent who was investigating Hillary. <laughs> my god what was the other one there was the other one about her paying uh, polling companies to inflate her figures in order to discourage Donald Trump supporters from voting unreal and Um, this is part of the WikiLeaks email no uh, that that one came from Anonymous oh really yeah oh wow Um, see they haven't got through the latest batch of emails yet well, thousands of them. Like. I know, yeah. 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 This is release 16, I think. Right. <laughs> uh, did she do something with ISIS? Did you, were you chatting about that? Was there some ISIS thing? Well, she did fund them. They didn't get those trucks from nowhere. She funded ISIS yeah. personally? Yeah, well, she gave she, them the money and the weapons, the surface-to-air missiles. And oh, no way. Yeah. Who would yeah. you vote for, Shona? Hillary. What? <laughs> I knew it. Based on what? <laughs> Based on She's a woman. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, really. Don't be so reductive. Um, oh, for years, uh, we've had men doing a woman's job. <laughs> Finally, Hillary has come along to sort it out. I would vote for Hillary because um, it's going to be a Republican or a Democratic candidate that gets elected. But why? That's the, that's no, I know. My no, argument. I know. I know. You could why? vote for whoever you believe in. But the other two candidates... Um, I don't think really have much of a policy either. Hillary at least is well informed, well researched, well spoken, uh, has more experience. Um and I would He's friendly with terrorists. <laughs> Listen. Less likely to get America bombed more because yeah. like they're her buddies. She gives yeah. them missiles. <laughs> Do you mean well? No, no, don't point them accent? this way. <laughs> as an accent. Yeah. Or No. Just that like she can compose a thought and communicate it. Mm. Except when her head is shaking I think your communication skills need to be so can Gary Johnson. above par. He's had some slip-ups, but everyone has. It's true. Yeah. No. no. No, Steve, oh. he's a man, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah. uh, and the other one is just Green Party, so... Fuck those guys. I'm with you on that one. You know? <laughs> Do you know, actually, John Oliver did a really good review of the... Um, 
your man and the Green Party woman, oh, the, yeah. the two secondary candidates, oh, yeah. he did a review of their policies on last week's episode. Oh, yeah. And uh, shredded them as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really good. They're, they're easy targets, mm. in fairness. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Can we play out this episode with the, the recording of Hillary laughing about getting a child rapist off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about that? That's just Who are you nuts. voting for, Shona? <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. Have you seen the list of uh, related... Death, yeah. Alleged death. Have yeah. you seen that? It's quite extensive. And as it goes back, not just recent, it goes mm. back years. Yeah. And how about the three WikiLeaks dudes who've sort of <laughs> been had accidents, accidents <laughs> this year? Yeah. That's a bit nuts too. Anyway, um, all allegedly, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, no, they're actually dead. That's not allegedly yeah. at all. Yeah. So we're going to sign out now from our final ever podcast. There'll <laughs> <laughs> only be two of us. None yeah. of us will make it. Strangely, Sean will be hearing her own next week. <laughs> Finally, I can review all the TV I've been wanting to review. I can break the pilot-only rule and bring in some season two shit. Great. Uh, can we just ask the, uh, the assassins to hold off, though, until I can see that undressed TV show? <laughs> That's my final request. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave it there from Mike, Mark, Steve. Uh, who else is here? Shona. And, and uh, Sean Shaking here. my head. No. <laughs> he did it on purpose, Shona. <laughs> Fuck <See> you. you. <laughs> stay classy. <laughs> you stay classy. <laughs>